Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Harlem, New York experienced an artistic and cultural explosion throughout the 1920s and early 30s, spearheaded by the African-American community that was growing and changing as more and more people moved to New York to find better opportunities. It was the Harlem Renaissance, and today's dreamer was a key player in that movement, creating sculptures that continue to leave their imprint on America. Today's dreamer is Selma Burke. Selma was born on December 31, 1900, in Mooresville, North Carolina, to Neil and Mary Colfield Burke. She was the seventh of ten children. When Selma wasn't attending school in the local one-room segregated schoolhouse, she would often play with clay from the nearby riverbed, squeezing it through her fingers. That was her first encounter with sculpting. Later, Selma recalled, It was there, in 1907, that I discovered me. Selma's grandmother was a painter and encouraged her artistic interests, but Selma's mother wanted a more financially stable career for her daughter. So Selma graduated from Winston-Salem State University in 1924 and then attended the St. Agnes Training School for Nurses in Raleigh. Selma married a childhood friend, Durant Woodward, in 1928, though the marriage ended with his death less than a year later. After that, Selma moved to New York City in 1935 to work as a private nurse. There, she shared an apartment with the writer Claude McKay in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of Manhattan. It was through Claude that she became involved in the Harlem Renaissance. The pair had a turbulent relationship. McKay sometimes destroyed Selma's clay models if he didn't think they were good enough. Nevertheless, they soon got married. Selma started teaching for the Harlem Community Arts Center. She then went on to work for the Works Progress Administration on the New Deal Federal Art Project, a program created to provide federal funding for artists and artistic projects. In the future days that we seek to make secure, we look forward to a world founded upon four essential human freedoms. In 1933, Selma traveled to Vienna on a Rosenwald Fellowship to study sculpture. She returned to Europe again in 1936 for further study in Paris. One of Selma's standout works from the period is Frau Keller, completed in 1937. It's a portrait of a German-Jewish woman created in response to the Nazi threat on the horizon at the time. Selma left Germany soon thereafter and returned to the United States. When she arrived back home, Selma enrolled in Columbia University and graduated with a Master of Fine Arts degree in 1941. Her relationship with Claude McKay grew more strained until finally they divorced, remarried, and divorced again. Selma founded many schools in her lifetime, including the Selma Burke School of Sculpture in New York City in 1940, the Selma Burke Art School in 1946, and the Selma Burke Art Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 1968. Through these programs, she was committed to teaching a variety of artistic techniques. You'd probably recognize Selma's best-known piece, which was first unveiled in 1944, after she won the commission in a contest. It's a bas-relief portrait, meaning it's a sculpture with a flat background like on a coin. 
the portrait she made honors President Franklin D. Roosevelt and the Four Freedoms. Many historians believe this piece inspired something you see every day, Roosevelt's image on the U.S. dime. In 1949, Selma married Herman Koba, an architect, and moved with him to an artist's colony in Pennsylvania. She continued to live in that state until she died in 1995 at the age of 94. Selma liked to call herself the people sculptor, and it really shows in the many public art pieces she made. If you want to see her work today, you could do so at the Performing Arts Center in Milwaukee, the Hill House Center in Pittsburgh, the Schoenberg Center for Research in Black Culture in New York City, the Smithsonian Museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Whitney Museum, and many more. Selma Burke made her mark as a significant participant in the Harlem Renaissance. She and others forever changed the way art and music were produced and received in the U.S. and around the world. It was a groundbreaking movement that demanded the world pay attention to the previously ignored artistic achievements of the African-American community. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another impressive American visual artist and illustrator. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Casper. Casper mattresses and products let today's dreamers get the sleep they need to turn their ideas into reality. Special thanks to the one and only Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and the genius researcher behind this amazing collection of women. Talk to you tomorrow.